you sure know a lot about this? Do you fly? No. Tech won't let me train until I can recite all of the ship's specifications from memory. Specs are only half of it. Flying is... It's about a feeling. What do you mean? When I close my eyes and picture myself up there, I feel it. The instruments help guide you, but you plot your course. You're free. So you're a pilot? No, not yet. But one day... Come on, I'll show you my favorite part of the ship. Up there? That's where I sleep. You get to live on a starship? That's my dream. <laughs> well, technically it's our gunner's mount, but when we are not getting chased or shot at, it's my room. Who's chasing you? Are you in some kind of trouble? I thought you were in trouble. Isn't that why we're here? It's a start. Have Sid contact me when she has more to sell. Building an arsenal attracts attention. You better know what you're getting into. We don't have a choice. Ella, we're leaving. Thanks for the tour. Anytime. Good luck. Make a new friend. She's kind of strange. I like her. Did you know flying's about a feeling? What feeling? A long time ago in theaters far, far away, four nerds got swept up by one of the greatest pop culture waves in cinema history. Now, as adults with a lifetime of fandom under their belts, they get together and discuss the mythology, characters, and business of creating Star Wars. Turn up your headphones, dial back your sensibilities, and join the wretched hive of scum and villainy as we take the low road to resistance. is episode 37 of season two of force insensitive a star wars podcast and this week we're going to be talking some more about star wars bad batch as we discuss episode 11 episode 11 uh devil's deal so we'll be talking about that uh we'll find out whether mars hated or loved this episode and all that and more so we should get set up for our attack run this is black and blue leader standing by Millennial Falcon, standing by. Green Sativa, riding high. Roy Rogers drinking a a AOL, standing by. <laughs> what? <the> fuck? <laughs> what? Uh, I was trying to say SOB, but for some reason I said AOL. <laughs> <laughs> that, was Something. that your old email address? <laughs> As Roy Rogers at AOL.com? <laughs> asshole open love. That's my, my what? designation. Uh, what, what asshole nope. love? What? Were you sure it wasn't red <laughs> redheaded babysitter at AOL dot com? No, that was a that was a website I liked, and I and I, and I <laughs> oh my god, I'm trying and I'm trying to sue. Uh, Somebody's trying website. to sue us. No, I'm trying to sue that website because I am positive with all the extracurricular uh, 
activities uh, that girl did, like, I don't think she paid any attention to those kids. She really set a bad example. <laughs> did you say Kirkagilla? No, extracurricular. Kirkagilla? Yeah, it didn't sound like curricular. I know what you were going for, but that's not what it sounded like when I heard it. Anyway, well, just I, said it, I said it in English, not Canadian. Oh, fuck off, eh? Mm -hmm. So I don't remember... I don't remember there being that much uh, heavy breathing in the background of that um, um, that scene this week. <laughs> Actually, what it's it? an outtake. They open they open a little door, and fucking Wrecker was in there spanking it, watching fucking Hera and Omega talk oh, about flying. God. I'm I'm muted. I don't like any of you. <laughs> well, you guys were muted during the intro, so none of that happened. So. Yeah, but I had to hear it. Yeah, you did. Yes. <laughs> this week, the part of Wrecker is played by Dynamo Mars. <laughs> he's mad. He's turning. He's muting. He's he's pissed. He's pissed. To off be you. fair, that's all we wanted. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mute myself when I'm, I'm and I and I have the uh, um the whatever they call it the audio detection. Yep. Or it'll mute all the background noise. <laughs> Mars is right. What are you right. doing, Mars? He's writing the great American novel. <laughs> is he? Or, or maybe, the yogurt great, on maybe the wall. Maybe the great Canadian novel. As, as long as it's I'm, not a manifesto. I'm writing a, uh, <laughs> a, a, sound, a sound footage uh, film. Are your LA years ago be how they found the footage of you fucking spanking it under your cubbies? No. <laughs> I'm not under. I'm not under my cubbies today. I'm in a chair. I'm sitting is it, upright. Is it called under the cubbies? No, <laughs> that's his memoir. <laughs> Mars, Mars under the cubbies. The 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 name that it's not going to keep. The the the, the writing name is uh, uh, head of a hundred haunted hotels. You need to do a late night YouTube channel, fucking called Mars Under the Cubbies, <laughs> no. and do and do the whole show under your cubbies, like with the flashlight in a fucking yeah. underneath the blanket. I'd watch are, that. Are we gonna talk about Star Wars? Because no, this is ridiculous. There's no some like some people like when we don't. Every every not corny. <laughs> like, that guy's got pissed, yeah. like that guy's got shit to do. I find uh, it funny you're the one saying this. Well, I, I I am ready to talk about the 38 seconds that my favorite Omega and the rest of the Bad Batch were actually in this episode called The Bad Batch. Tia. Uh, I, told you, I told you guys at the beginning this story arc was going to come. I told you guys when they fucking threw Saw Gerrera in this mix, I was told you that we were going to deal with fucking Syndulla on Ryloth. And here we are. I didn't see anyone fucking Syndulla, but... <laughs> Thankfully, she was like, like fucking young. Jesus. It's fine. No, I'm talking you know, about Pa Syndulla, not here. I'm talking about it's her dad. It's not like we're uh, running out of episodes or anything. Might as well just fucking throw a whole one away for a different show. I'm trying to think well, of of other shows. There are definitely other shows that don't feature the main characters for ep for episodes. Yeah, they back in the 70s they were called very special episodes. Like when Dudley almost got diddled in the bike shop and, and there was a home invasion. Why? Why is that always the go-to? Why is that episode <laughs> it, of fucking it, it's, it's everybody's go-to? 
Yeah, Fondly. Yeah, apparently. Remembers of Fondly. I don't know how Mr. Carson kept his job at WKIP after that. Well, that and the turkey incident, I'm really surprised he wasn't canned a long time ago. That was Les Nesmith's fault. Um, But he's he's the station director. You're the boss. Here's the thing. Syndicated television shows that used to do shit like that like had 24 episodes so they could like do a they weird... have like 47 episodes yeah so they could do like like fucking you know he-man doesn't have to be in one if tila like goes on a fucking magical journey okay but, like, well, in, or, you know, or orco like but this like is just fucking i was so mad okay well we're not using he-man as an example of like great television so <laughs> So not some, using this show either. There's somebody in the background listening, going, "Ah, oh, fuck him." <laughs> Is there though? No, actually, probably not. You, did you have He Man in the South? You are, we know we you were deprived of delicious uh, devil's food pastries. You talking about me? Yeah. No, nobody else lived in the South. Oh, I I, here's here's the thing. I tried to give He-Man a shot, didn't like it. Wasn't my fucking cup of tea, so fucking never went back. However, I'm after seeing a behind-the-scenes thing with this new Kevin Smith version on Netflix, I'm willing to give it a shot because they actually show motherfuckers fighting. So cool. I might be down with watching this. And, yeah, I mean, like, it's, and, yeah. it's also modern TV. It's yeah. not yeah. Exactly. It's not just designed to sell toys. Right. Is, right. Is, uh, and Mark Hamill. Is, is yes, He-Man, Mark Hamill's Skeletor. Yes. Is He Man going to give Skeletor a stink bomb? He might. Are they going to talk about how big Man at Arms' dick is? Perhaps. No, but there's a there's a scene where Tila storms out of Castle Grayskull and He Man yells out the window, "Try not to suck any dicks on your way through the parking lot." <laughs> there's, there's one time that Skeletor gets punched and his skull breaks, and he says, "I'm not even supposed to be here today." I'm not going to watch that show. Why? You love Kevin Smith. This this has ruined television entirely for me. Oh, Lord. Well, he, he had to shift his hate somewhere. It's awful mega, so now he needs to go somewhere else. You know what's funny is Mars just went on a diatribe against motherfuckers who get on the internet and fucking spread vitriol about fucking everything. And here he is. I ain't even going to look at that motherfucker. Fuck that piece of shit. Ruin my goddamn childhood. I don't have time to watch Avengers things. Like, how am I going to watch a He-Man thing? Don't. Right? Brother, you, ain't got no do, time for you that. You do 30 minutes less of something else. That's how you do it. I'm trying to watch a lot of Vinegar Syndrome movies I may have or may not have ill-advised purchase. I don't have a lot of time. There's a lot of good, scary flicks that I have not watched over the course of the last few months. Um, because I've been choosing to watch other stuff. So I get you. There's not enough hours in the day because there's a lot of shit I'm just getting around to watching now that was out fucking a year ago. I watched a movie called Blue Vengeance about a heavy metal kid that finds the members of the uh, his favorite band and they're all businessmen and posers now, so he kills them with a fucking battle axe. And then I watched a movie called Pledge Night from Vinegar Syndrome that had Joey fucking Belladonna Get the oh, fuck yeah. out of here! That's right. I forget Seriously, yeah, no, it's good. And the guy, the villain in that is called Acid Sid. <laughs> By the way, I just want to bring this, this out. Shortened talking. his name to Acid. I agree. Acid. What's the name of that blue? Blue what? 
Blue Vengeance. Blue Vengeance. Blue Vengeance. It's on YouTube uh, too. Blue Waffle. Uh, no, <laughs> no, you that's fucker. something else entirely. Yeah, I'm not Google that. Let me know what it is. Yeah, I'm not that internet stupid. Thank you, sir. I survived fucking both Tub Girl and Two Girls One Cup, and I will never fucking. What about cake farts? <laughs> no, I never seen that one. Uh, look it up. Lemon party? No. <laughs> lemon party. I know lemon party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But real quick, while we're on the musical tip, just to deviate, I just want to say it doesn't matter to a lot of people out there, but uh, as a kid, I was a huge fan of this band. And uh, Jeff Labar, the guitar player for Cinderella, died today. He was only 58, man. So that was a kind of a gut punch. I love that band back in the 80s. Uh, that's kind of old for an old school rocker, though. Uh, no, it is. Fair. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm just saying that, you know, so fucking there you go. Yeah. Anyway, small little diversion. Sorry. Just giving my fucking sad throw ups to the boy. <laughs> All right. Are we going to talk about, talk about star Wars now or no. should we piss off people even more? Well, it sounds like Mars is fired up to fucking talk some shit. So All fucking right. I'm ready to knock so... him down like the, bucket he is so then before we jump into it real quick uh if you guys want to reach out we do have uh, one voice message to play later if you guys want to reach out send a voice message about your thoughts about the bad batch or anything star wars related or ask us dumb questions uh they're always welcome send them to forceinsensitive at gmail.com and uh we'll play them on the air we'd love voice messages or you can send an email if you'd rather but uh whatever whatever you want send it to us and we'll uh uh we'll play it and or read it no more butthole photos. Thank you. <laughs> Did you get Would some? your phone get full? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been a weird fucking 62 hours, dude. 62? That's very precise. Yeah, I'm counting down to when everything stops. Has the spinning stopped yet? Nope, the show is still going. So let's <laughs> spin it. Boy, spin that's, the fuck out. That's like... Uh... Double and a half more than that guy on that TV show does. The dude from Lost Boys. He only does 24. <laughs> you know, I had to actually think for a second. I was like, that dude from Lost Boys. And then I realized what the fuck he was talking about. It took me a minute and it was still fucking painful. Everything is ruined. It doesn't matter. Like, I, like now that my brain works and I'm not... Uh, like, Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Like I'm not a doofus. Like, I can't, everything's ruined. You're not a doofus? Not as big as I was in 2012. But, <laughs> all right, that's fair. Um, I would also but, like to add that that is also the title of my fucking third favorite Faith No More tune. Not a doofus? Everything's ruined. <laughs> I watched Monster Squad the other night. Nice, innocent Monster Squad, right? Yep. Except when they blackmail some girl with naked pictures to make them do what they want her to do, which is incredibly dangerous. Tear a hole in a dimension. Anywho, that was, was the '80s, man. Not saying it was right, but it was the '80s. You're not supposed to just blackmail arbitrary virgins. <laughs> if, if, if people had done that, you'd still be a virgin. <laughs> you wouldn't have been born, Mars. That would be. I would have saved me uh, a lifetime and twenty-two minutes this week. You know, you like to talk a lot about how Alberto's mom's a whore, but have you ever oh, talked Jesus. about your mom? Yeah. Speaking of, know. speaking yeah. of, how close is the yogurt 
to your microphone. I can yeah. hear you scraping the, the cup. <laughs> what is going I don't on? know. I guess why is, my so microphone so loud? why is my microphone so hot? I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't Jesus. change anything. Can hear you scratch your balls, Jesus Christ! No, I, 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 that's weird because I just did. I feel really uncomfortable. Uh, you did. You did the old kiwi skiwi on the fucking microphone, you huh? Did, you did the pin, you did the pinch and roll. <laughs> you gotta be careful with that pinch and roll, especially when you're wearing jeans. <laughs> What are we even doing? <laughs> what the fuck? We're giving healthcare tips. I hope if Dave Filoni tunes into one episode of the show ever that this is it. <laughs> Orny's currently like fast forwarding and checking like every 10 seconds and just like sighing. And shaking his head. But oddly enough, George Lucas is in a dark damp basement quietly listening to this under his cubbies. <laughs> is he stroking his chin? He's not, but his chin's listening. You, you mean his? You mean his gullet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, he's I going, he's the, going, tec- the technical term for that, I think, is goiter. We've you discussed this. I don't know. I don't listen to the show again. <laughs> again. <laughs> I don't know why anyone will listen to it once, but yeah. They but they yeah. like it for uh, Mars's ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, it's not gonna be a special edition segment Hold of on. under the cubbies. It's just Mars doing SMR under the fucking blanket. Yes, Mars. He was dramatically muting himself. <laughs> Dramatic. dun, dun, dun. And Mars falls silent. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear him breathing. He's back. Yeah, he's back. Anonymous sensory autonomous. meridian autonomous. Anonymous. That's anonymous. The kind of, making that noise. That's the kind of. Is that where the? Is That's when he gives himself a Dutch rudder while reading himself a story. <laughs> Medium, medium response. Yes. Okay. I can't oh, read right now, but I like I like night breed, so that's okay. If they like the tune anonymous in, sensory median response. Repose. That's how it went to me. Anonymous sensory median repose. It's, uh, na- it's naked median. I hope so. No. <laughs> I don't have jammies on right now. I'm not in oh, the Covies. Maybe you should get into the Covies. Uh, no. I'm eating a little bit of yogurt I have left. A little bit? Wait. How, yeah, we wait. can hear that. I, I am I am like astounded that you didn't that you left some. How did you how did that happen? I, I had it three times. I don't know. I was eating it the other wow, day. I'm proud of you. And then I had I had a little bit uh as I was running out the door to make uh to make movies the other day and uh now i'm uh uh finishing it up <laughs> i can't even make that sound like the, the discord literally just like filters it out i'm trying <laughs> what how do how do i make it get filtered out well you're on your phone not a computer i'm on my ipad me same thing <laughs> it's not <laughs> It's much bigger, has a keyboard. Yeah, you still can't read on it. 
<laughs> uh, oh, I was looking at my phone for uh, anonymous Midian repose stuff. <laughs> repose. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, maybe we should start talking about some Star Wars. Yeah. Especially because whoever lets Filoni listen to podcasts in the home, uh, it's probably awkward to hear him talk, us talk about some of this stuff. All right. So, episode 11. <laughs> Oh my god! Stop! Move the mic. It's, it's, it's like can you put the iPad on the other end of the room? I don't understand what's. Oh, what? I don't either. Like, is this the Do same you like headphones setup? In? Do you have headphones in? Yeah, this is the same that's, setup. That's the. Oh my god! That's the reason months. you're breathing into the you're breathing into the microphone. Yeah, but I've had the same setup for like six or eight months now. Are they the wired headphones that you plug into the iPad? Yeah. Yeah, so the thing is just resting next to your mouth. Yeah, but I've had it. For, it it doesn't wasn't matter. like that two weeks ago. Yeah, because the microphone probably wasn't pressed up against your face. No, the microphone is <laughs> far away this, from my face. I've been, no, it's not. I'm put, it yeah. literally can only be like three inches from your face. Get a, no, it's connected it's to your head. Now it's behind my head. <laughs> 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 right now is when I miss video. <laughs> what do you have to say now? He's like, right now it's behind my head. <laughs> <laughs> Someone get me a radar so I can make sure that this is I'm right. But I bet it's at least four inches away. Yeah, you wow. know all about four inches. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh. oh, shit. That motherfucker just acid dropped you from the top rope, motherfucker. I'm, I'm, hung, I'm hung like a bantha. <laughs> what? Hung like, hung like a kawaki monkey lizard. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh fuck. Hung like a bantha. <laughs> hung like a bantha. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh fuck! See, this is what happens when we don't talk about Star Wars. <laughs> well, technically, that was a Star Wars. Yeah, show. sure. You're right. <laughs> it is a reference. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, leave it to Mars to bring us back full circle in the weirdest way possible. As long as we uh, include them every now and then, you know. <laughs> I'll just play that every ten seconds. <laughs> oh. Gives me nightmares. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk Fuck. about episode eleven, "Devil's Deal," directed by Stuart Lee and written by Tamara Becker Wils- Wilkinson. And the and this originally aired July 9th, twenty twenty one, which was just a few days ago. And the uh, synopsis for this one is uh, pretty simply put. As the seeds of rebellion ferment on an outer rim world, the Empire schemes to squash it. So... You still got seeds on your outer rim. You should bathe more often. (laughs) Jesus. Sorry, that did not read well at all. What you just said. You want to read it again? (laughs) As the seeds of rebellion... But do it as the S-A-M-O-R fucking shit. All right. As the seeds of rebellion ferment on an outer rim world, 
<laughs> the Empire schemes to squash it. There, yeah. Uh, I like the first part better. <laughs> you really should have laid into the squash part. <laughs> the Empire schemes to squash it. You did that wrong. You gotta go. The Empire schemes to squash it. <laughs> Oh, that ass, son, bitch. <laughs> That's it's y- your voice there. It's almost like a Stone Cold Steve Austin with a lisp. I don't think I've ever heard that dude talk. I know who he is, but say that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so with that voice. With the old man's voice, yeah. What 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 was the line again? That's the bottom <laughs> line. Because Stone Cold said so. That's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> He's terrifying. <laughs> he sounds like that groundhog that hangs out with uh, Winnie the Pooh. He does, holy shit. He's, he's, got, the, he's got the fucking <laughs> minus helmet on. God damn it, Piglet. You can get your little fat ass on back over here. I'm going to take that ass. I got some goddamn... Chicken supplements down in the basement. <laughs> the basement. <laughs> oh, shit. Got stone cold sister. This is the matchup say, that no one ever wanted. Say, say stone cold stunner. I'm going to lay your fat ass out with stone cold stunner, baby. <laughs> This is going to come down like the hammer of the gods. <laughs> so good. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, you know. I one time took my pants off at the fucking grocery store, and everybody was fucking Stone Cold Stunt. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know at this point, dude. I got high, and you guys led me down a path. That's all I know. Yes, that was a very dark path. All right, let's fucking talk about this episode. I can't wait. I just don't imagine, and I just don't imagine. I've seen. I know what Stone Cold Steve Austin looks like. I just can't picture a sound in my head of it. But it's, I don't. It's think like it would that without. Like that. It's like that without the lisp, <laughs> except he, except a little bit more like gra- shit. Except a little bit more gravelly. I thought he was like one of those screaming dudes. No. What? <laughs> screaming. <dudes. laughs> Screaming Gary Hawkins. Yeah. <laughs> I put a spell on you. Um, uh, I I have a, a, an important thing to add, uh, by the way. Uh, I was so upset by this episode, I had a dream that I was at Golden Corral, which is the best part of the dream. Oh, and they were playing a good episode. Like where they were shooting guns and they were actually in it. Yeah, but you would have never noticed because you were just you would have just been on the toilet shitting out Golden Corral for two hours. <laughs> two hours, yeah, no like two days. No way. That's my fantasy place. No. That's have you ever been to one? Place? Uh, oh my god. It's like just a giant buffet. What could be wrong with that? It's it's like Denny's you have to work for. I like Denny's. Deli Dingas. Moons over Miami. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Whatever. You guys are prejudiced against Golden Corral. Let's get, let's proceed. 
All right. So let's talk about the cast. We have obviously D. Bradley Baker as uh, all the clones. That um, lazy motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, we have, speaking of clones, there was one clone uh, trooper in this that took his helmet. A new one. He's, okay, I was going to ask. Is he a new one? Because I don't recall. Uh, seeing I didn't know. I didn't know that color scheme, Berto. Do you know what unit that is? Because that was a new one on me. Uh, not off the top of my head, but he, I'm pretty sure he's a new character. All right, cool. So yeah, me too. It's it's actually kind of cool to get some new uh, clone troopers like being introduced at this point in time. You know, obviously there's well, still tons of them out there, so it, it makes sense. But I, I like that they yeah. did that. I like the fact that they did it in the context of where they had to be. Like, if there was ever a place I would think you would run into a remnant of that, it, this would be one of the worlds that would immediately pop to my mind. Yeah, I yeah, I would probably agree with that. Because Ryloth was highly contest during several moments of the Clone Wars, so I'm pretty sure they kept a pretty large garrison there to ensure that didn't fucking happen again. Yeah. Uh, we also had the voice work of Robin Atkin Downs as Cham Sindula. We have Feraleth Young as Eleni Sindula. Uh, the great Corey Burton as Gobi. Uh, Phil Lamar as uh, Senator Ta, uh, which was, it's always good to hear Phil Lamar. And uh, Noshir Dalal as Vice Admiral Rampart. And we had a few other voices here of uh, Shelby Young doing Lenk, uh, Vivi Nguyen as Saren, and someone named Vanessa Marshall doing a new character named Hera Sindula. I don't know. I don't know. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Hero? Rings a bell. Ha- Hero? Hera? Hero. So we got fucking Hera. Well, did we though? Yeah, we got Hera. It's fucking awesome. No, we didn't get fucking here. No, we <laughs> That was my point there, Mars. Mars got hate fucking Hera. <laughs> nah, but I, I did say that fucking, that, you know, next to fucking Saw Gerrera, Hera's dad would be the next bigwig to help kickstart the fucking rebellion. And in fact, here we are. So... I fucking I loved it from that standpoint because every one of the Ryloth episodes in Clone Wars was up there with some of my favorites. Congratulations! Well, yeah, don't, well, uh, election, don't hurt election or weather predictions. Don't hurt your hand. Uh, you know, patting yourself on the back there. Oh, is that what I was doing? I thought <laughs> I was jerking off in your face. <laughs> nope, definitely not. <laughs> right now, you can't see it, but I'm doing that fucking motion. That uh, homeboy from um, oh goddamn it, I can't remember his name. Yeah, well, yeah, from the Hangover, yeah. but uh, he was also in Community. Uh, uh, well, actually, how can I forget his? But he's um, um, oh god, he it's it's the same as the dictator in North Korea, and I can't remember his name now either. Kim Jong, there you go. Kim Jong is his name. It's not, but you sure? It's you know, something like What's that? It's Ken. Yeah, Ken Jong. <laughs> Kim Jong Il. No, not Kim Jong. He, but it sounded like that. So Kim Jong. Yes. This very well may be the most racist thing I've ever heard. I'm this sure. this episode what? is definitely going to get banned. I did see roots. 
We're definitely getting banned in North Korea now with this episode. How I <laughs> love that. Oh, well, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck it. No, Kim, Kim Jong is fucking awesome. I loved him in Community, dude. That motherfucker rocks. He was the only thing that was tolerable in any of the Hangover movies. I hated those fucking movies. And here's my question to every time somebody says a statement like that. If you hated the first one, why did you watch the rest? Uh, the third one, actually, I was forced to watch because it was on at the fucking house I was crashing at when we went down to visit family. And everybody was watching it, so it was what was on. Um, first time was just my mistake. <laughs> so you never saw the second one? I do not believe so. So maybe you missed some important subtext that would help <laughs> you enjoy the thing. I'm sure. Well, it's sad because like all the components that are in that movie, I love Ed Helms. I love fucking um, Homeboy that played Face Man and fucking uh, um, and does Rocket Raccoon. I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, thank you. He's in a Silver Linings, Silver Linings Playbook, which is a film I like quite a yeah. bit. And I like Zach Galifianakis, too, but for whatever reason, those movies just landed like a brick on me. And were any of them in Star Wars? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, back to the fucking thing. No, this was awesome, man. I fucking... Uh, Rocket Raccoon? And here's the... What? Went into his room and stuck his thumb up Mars' butthole. Jesus Christ. But fucking... Uh, yeah. But fucking, it, there it is again. So I know where this story arc's going. This is going to lead us to the fucking moment when Hera's mom dies is I'm sure what's going to be going down in the next episode. Cause that's just what it leads up. But it was good to see her mom. Cause we know a lot about her dad from the clone Wars, So it was really neat to see where her mom stands on the path of the family. Do we think this is going to continue? I figured this was just a one-off. And no, I'm, next week's want, a continue. Do you want me to read you the title of the next week's episode? Oh, I don't really care. I was just curious. Yeah, it's going to continue. Yeah. It was a cliffhanger at the oh, end. That's fun. It's rescue on Ryloth. Hey, Raven Shadow, did you watch the show? <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, Alberto, did you watch the show? I was yes. trying to insult somebody. Okay. All right. So, yes, we got Hera. We got Hera Syndulla and not a lot of the batch. Mars, this is your opportunity. So we got literally two minutes of the Bad Batch, and it was mostly Omega. I'm going to bake a pizza while this goes down. <laughs> I didn't care for it. That's it? Oh, man, like four weeks ago, this would have been his favorite episode. I know. If there was if there was, uh, like 32 episodes of this, I'd be like, all right, well, this is a nice little diversion, but we're running out of time, and nothing has happened yet on this fucking show. Like, like, it's it's confounding. It's like, know what it seems like? WWE writing, where they don't know what they're going to do. And you've lost everyone. Well, I don't care about Star Wars fans anyway. They're probably, I don't know, at a clan meeting or something. But, like, <laughs> like whoa, uh, the fuck? What? Take it easy, Ontario Jackson. But, like, uh, I just, I don't know. I didn't care for it. It was just not, like, the episode was fine. I didn't think the episode was that great left alone. I did like the interaction between um, Hera and Omega just because, like, uh, like. Because Omega's your favorite character ever. Well, no, it was cool. Like, it's the first time, like, Omega meant somebody 
that's kind of her age, but like had like a kind of a passion, which is something that Omega has, but she doesn't have like a direction for it. She doesn't really understand what that is. But the fact that Hera was so passionate about spaceships, like is like kind of gives like a direction and it's like kind of giving her a new perspective of humanity. Uh, and then they went away. And, and I, I just don't understand, like, and now they're going to do another one, even if the Bad Batch are the ones that come to the rescue. Like, like you didn't need a whole episode. You could have said, holy shit, they fucking locked up uh, Hera's folks. We got to fucking fly there and save them because somebody paid us. We didn't need a whole fucking episode to, like, tie up a subplot with that shitty fat senator and everything else. We didn't need a whole episode. Of that. I didn't but need to see little, do you, little. Do you like? Hera. Hera? Do you like Hera? I love Hera. I I like John Wick too, but I didn't need <laughs> to see fucking little John Wick, little John in the schoolyard. Well, throwing, you're getting a prequel show, so yeah, throwing rocks at people. <laughs> like I, you know, I like I like Jaws, but I didn't need to see fucking baby Jaws running around eating small fish and stuff like i i, I like tara what about, as a fucking grown-ass woman what about gadzuki no gadzuki is a different character <laughs> godzilla did the sex and had a gadzuki <laughs> did the sex your 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 anger management issues in relation to adolescence is really beginning to concern me why i just don't need that like that's not like it, that's just Star Wars like stretching things out. Like I I I like that character. I love that show. I don't need an eleven year old her adventures. I didn't need young Indiana Jones. Uh, this is I, giving us a point to her backstory that's important about who, she, how she becomes who she becomes. Like I said, and it sounds like it's setting up for more episodes. So it's oh, not like yeah. I feel like you're acting like this is a one off. I yeah. feel like it should be a one-off, but you don't need like, like how often does a television show that's not writing fat have a a whole fucking episode that's basically a prologue? Nothing was super important in this episode except them getting thrown in the steel clink Alcatraz. Nothing important in any of this. <laughs> and fat and fatty McFat Fat gotten shot. So like. Like, I, I just don't understand. Like, so you could have had a whole episode with uh, beginning of the show. They get, they get thrown in. Somebody contacts uh, uh, Rose or whatever her name, whatever her name is Sid. from the bar. <laughs> yeah, Sid. Sid. And then uh, they go rescue him. Because this is a show about some fucking clones that shoot guns and go on missions. Not a show about a fucking bunch of... Like the few members of the species that like, the, I would I would argue that the show is about a bunch of clones knowing what it's like to actually be normal through their uh, interactions and experiences with Omega, which is fine. But we didn't get any of that this week. Well, we did. I mean, and I'm not defending. I, I'm you know we. We got a nice scene with Omega and Hera, and I thought that that was fucking awesome. I love seeing those two characters together, and I did enjoy seeing a little bit of of Hera's backstory. Do I agree that it was uh, 
maybe a little bit of a waste of an ep- of an entire episode, perhaps. Um, you know, I was I was you know fifteen minutes into it, like okay, or whatever it was twelve minutes into it. Where's the batch? Um, I I didn't mind having uh, a cameo like they did. I, I you know I, I thought that that was an interesting way to do it. At least they were in it. Um, you know. I can't think of any offhand, but I know I've seen shows that have done this sort of thing. Maybe not with the name of the team on the the episode, like on the name of the actual show. But, you know, this isn't the first time we've seen this sort of thing. Star Wars is right and fat right now. There's a way to do this where, oh, this is a cool part of the universe. And we have these characters that aren't attached necessarily, not, you know, not Velcro attached to the Skywalkers and not... You know, not as attached to, you know, there's not a direct attachment right now to the Mandalorian or anybody in there. These can be all news stories, but they're doing this fucking thing like horror movies do on the fifth uh, installment sequel where they're they're like they're they're showing us something that prior they had told us in exposition. Like they're just like fucking like. And, and they fuck it up all the time. In the prequels, they fucked it up because there's no way that lava fight, no matter how shitty it really was, or even it was a little better than it was, could have been as good as how I've been imagining uh, the fucking Obi-Wan fuck it up Darth Vader like a car crash for my whole youth well, and life. The movie was PG-13, so... Yeah, but why do it? Gonna, there wasn't going to be that much fucking. Well, fine. But, like, I, I just don't <laughs> understand, like like... Like these aren't like this isn't to me. This isn't interesting to me. This is like uh, there was a paragraph in a book where they were like uh, so and so was a fighter in Bosnia and he his parents were killed. So now he's a crazy vigilante, right? And we've known that forever, but now we have to go back and see it. That's like making Abigail, like seeing Abigail get constructed or like, like, you know, doing a little fucking Freddy Krueger as a human you mean show Annabelle? or something like Annabelle. Yeah, okay. whatever. I thought you were t- talking about uh, King Diamond for a second. Yeah. Well, well, we don't we get that story if they told it to us uh, in a fucking another album. Like, let me tell you about Abigail the day before she pushed her grandmother down the stairs. <laughs> what brought us to that? Like, it's just all like Rob Zombie. I don't need to know fucking that Michael Myers didn't have any friends in school. I don't need like, to know fucking. Like, it's just, it's, it's the, they're writing fat. They don't have a fucking direction for the show. And they're just like, at like, just throwing so much like, great. We got the day that they announced the Empire's currency. And and what's the Macaw codes? Awesome, thanks, guys. That was certainly fucking worth an episode. Like, and now we're getting like, oh, well, we had heard that, you know, the revolution, you know, that that the Sedulers like lost their house to the Empire and all this other stuff. And during, uh, you know, and we got all that stuff for rebels. But hey, guys, now we're gonna take twenty minutes of your dwindling shows to show you that thing that we already told you. Yeah, I'm so glad that they, uh, you know, never gave us a whole show and move, you know, movies about that one throwaway line in uh, New Hope. <laughs> what line is that? Clone Wars. What with your father in the Clone Wars? Or or Rogue One. 
Yeah, but Clone Wars was interesting. Well, first of all, Clone Wars was uh, a different kind uh, of show. Uh, yeah, this it was exactly, exactly like this. Clone Wars, there was right? no, this is this show's exactly like yeah, Clone Wars. Clone it's Wars exactly wasn't like called no 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 no, no 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 no. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's on the title. It does. No, it doesn't. We've all agreed that this is essentially Clone Wars, and it doesn't Wars have any Spider Man on it. I need I need all the fucking Star Wars apologists in the room to take a step back now. Like if if I it's still Star Wars. It's still Star Wars. If I if I bought a Spider Man comic and there was no Spider Man in it, I wouldn't be if, excited about that. Okay, that's that's a lie. Because if if it was an if it was an issue about Doc Ock, you wouldn't be complaining. Like I canceled if, the book because they made Spider Man. Well, I stopped reading it. I, didn't, I tried to okay. cancel it, but I didn't have anything to say. But, like, I don't, like, that's not, like, I hate that type of writing anyway, but that's a different story. Jeez, but, like, that's a different rant. They're right, like, just writing fat. Like, if they ah. could have ca- called this, I don't know, Clone Wars 2, Star Wars, after the Clone Wars, <laughs> you know, or something, but it's it's supposed to be about these characters. And again, if there were more episodes, if this was a 25-episode show, then it wouldn't have bugged me as much to just waste an episode on reiterating something. They're pandering to like a subset of the fan base that, like, since since the sequel, that no offense to you, Alberto, because I don't think you're like this, but that grew up with the prequels and now feel they're entitled to fucking see everything that happened in Star Wars at some point. Oh, I got to see, oh, but, you, you know, Hera grows into a foxy lady, but I got to see her as a little girl. Like, it's just not, like, it's not necessary. Okay, so, whereas I will agree with you on the point that, yes, do I feel like they've squandered some opportunity to consolidate things in this show yes like they could have done a lot of things quicker with just like you said some quick fucking dialogue and be done with it however i would contend to you that where the state of the galaxy has you know where the chips are falling mm-hmm. since the turnover of the republic to the empire is an important building tool to show you where the bad batch is going to end up i feel like this is their it's not to- important this is a fucking mythology that we started on the fourth episode okay. <laughs> i would i and would it, think- and everyone loved it we're all here because of those three well not alberto alberto i don't know if he had saw the the re-releases or not i don't remember but theoretically we are all here because of a three because of episode four five and six we didn't know Jack Rabbit about Jack Rabbit. We didn't know why the fucking we didn't know how the Empire fucking made chain codes or whatever they're called. We didn't know any of that stuff. It's not necessary to tell good stories. It's, it's not, not. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not. It's not. So can I ask you a question? Yes. Then why the fuck are you watching any of this? I'm on a Star Wars show. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to watch the fucking other cartoon, but Rocky didn't want to when Bad Batch came out. No, don't what? Why is it my fault? Anyway, the biggest Star Wars apologist I know. You could be like, 
It could be I'm like, not apologizing. Uh, I'm agreeing well, you. I'm agreeing with you on the point that I agree with you with, which so is you know, yes, they could have done things a lot quicker. But I am saying that I feel like this story is actually more important to the fabric they're trying to establish. I told you from the beginning. That, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. I told you from the beginning. Okay. <laughs> Give us that show then, and tell that story on this but I, show. But I would argue that okay, this is the first animated show to really drop. Well, I guess technically season seven did since the Mandalorian. Since they've started to try to build this fucking universe with Star Wars that they've built with Marvel, which is what they're doing through Disney Plus now. I would argue with you that we knew going into Bad Batch once we saw it unravel, this is what it's doing. It's setting up backstory and characters that will be appearing in these live action things. So now that people have an interest who aren't going to go back and watch the clone wars, who aren't going to go back and watch rebels, they're giving them a new show to, you know, once again, world build, show you how these characters get to be where they are. So when they tune into the Ahsoka show and they're like, who the fuck is this green Twi'lek? You know, it's going to be like, Oh, well that's Hera. You know, they didn't watch rebels, but they saw that fucking one. Episode you honestly Batman. think they give two shits in a shine off about that at all. They drop all this crazy shit that you wouldn't know about if you hadn't seen any of these other things in The Mandalorian. Ahsoka. Like, they didn't fucking give a fucking Ahsoka episode in The Mandalorian where it's just her running amok. No, but she's going to have her own show, and most people only know that character. Well, hopefully the there's at least a episode where she's not in it. Only in it for two minutes. Because those are the fucking best. Man. I hope that they do one about fucking Ugnaughts. <laughs> like, you just need to ditch the fucking yogurt and go straight to ice cream and get some pleasure in your life, sir. Just go straight to cocaine. <laughs> yeah. I, no, that I motherfucker just, doesn't need to be ramped up at all. Yeah, that motherfucker just, needs something to chill the fuck I out. I like Hera, okay? I love Rebels. I know this story. I might not know the fucking minutiae. But we've already seen the end. It's not exciting for me. Uh, this you weird saw the end hour. 40 years ago. Right. So it's not exciting. Why are you here? But no, 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 not the end. But, I, but even with just these characters isolated. Like, I know, like, you know, they're not, the, most of the time, though, it had some of the best action. The Clone Wars episodes that were most interesting to me certainly weren't about Padme or or Anakin or Obi-Wan because it was all Jar Jar. I know. I know that one or Jar Jar. Well, I don't, I actually didn't really know what happened to Jar Jar and I still don't give two fucks at a twist, but like, I just don't, I don't know. I, this is under indefensible for me, you know, and, and is, you, you, can, you can, you can use but, the, the dumb rhetoric of if I hate star Wars, why am I here? But you're wrong because when no, you no, love no, something, no, when no, you no, love no, something no. as long as much no. as I love Star Wars, no. you should be able to expect something. From no, me. no, yeah. you, yes, you, you keep making the argument of like this is a waste of time. Yeah, yeah, of course it's a waste of time. It's a side story. It's a backstory. If you don't like backstories, then who cares? The opinions are relevant. We already know the backstory. No, you don't. Why don't you just go get a Michael Bay movie and Jack? Read the Wikipedia article if you don't want to watch it. Like, like that's the whole point of the show. It's exposition. Like, no, the whole point of the show is about this fucking one clone that came from somewhere else, and these other fucking clones that are mercenaries or yeah. assassins. And you, said whatever they are. And, you, and you said it's all irrelevant because they're all going to die anyways. 
I don't know if the Bad Batch could still be alive for all I know. It doesn't matter. And Harris is probably still alive. But I don't know. Like, it just, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't like going. Okay, back like but that. you're saying you know the whole story because Rebels ended. We know where fucking hit, but we don't. That's the whole point of the Ahsoka show stuff. We've got the whole Ezra story that's going to have to be about Sabine and Hera being involved with them trying to find Ezra. Plus, Hera has Kanan's fucking kids. Spoiler. But that's, but so, that's my you know, point. The fact that they should be telling, like, when Ahsoka comes, right? We don't know what Ezra's doing. We don't know. We don't know a lot of what Ahsoka was doing. We don't know what Harris is doing. We know that the Empire overtook. Oh, forget it. Why didn't you? Why didn't you make this point when we were watching Solo? Like, when did we watch Solo? When it came out. We talked about that. it for five hours. <laughs> yeah, I think you, I said that I thought Solo was fine. Okay, but it's the same argument. Do you need to know how he got the Millennium Falcon? You already know yeah. how he got it. I did. It was it was exposition once here's, again. It but was here's just, the story. Just, you just, you just here's where the proof is in the pudding. There's no proof. And there's I've no pudding. watched every <laughs> one of these. I, I, since I've seen Solo, I have watched every single Star Wars movie once, but I've only ever seen Solo at the theater. I never went back and watched it again. Okay. Like because while it was marginally entertaining uh, and way better than a lot of fucking mouth breathers and knuckle draggers were saying, it, like I don't like 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 oh well that was neat to I guess to see that stuff but like you know like most of it was fucking there was a lot of it that was dumb too like I like not only did I not need to know that his name wasn't Solo I I didn't need it to be that dumb. Like, but that's a fucking dissection of like another thing that I haven't watched again and not interested in. I'll probably never watch that again. And yeah, I will probably shame. never because watch outside of that line, which I agree. That's the one thing I hate from Solo these days, is that that's still cringeworthy. However, I will say I the Solo has become a regular rewatch when I need some Star Wars fix and I fucking enjoy it more each time I watch it. And Solo did have some characters that I didn't know or know what they're demise or rise or anything else was uh you know when i saw that but like i don't know even those characters i liked haven't been enough to make me come back okay well let me ask you a question just last week and a couple of times before i brought the fact that i would love to see how woody harrelson fucking takes out aura sing once again it's one little piece of dialogue from solo but i'm very interested to see how that ends out so am i an asshole well, that's I don't think that, the point. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be a big deal at all if it was the Woody Harrelson or Aura Singh show. But if all of a sudden the fucking the fucking Bad Batch on a Bad Batch show drive by and wave, hello, hello, but you know that it's a, okay, and so then kill Woody Harrelson kills. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. So. This is clearly a two-part episode, at the very least, if not the rest of the season. Great. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking for um, episodes of TV shows where the main characters don't appear. And well, it, it, it's irrelevant if it if this is set up for the rest of the season. Is my point? 
Like, Agreed. It bring it's it it's an entry point. It brings him into the into the the picture for this for this particular story. And is is this season a little haphazard? Yeah, but like it's really fat writing in my. It's opinion. not fat like, writing. It, it the is. whole point, the whole point, is. whole point of the show is to show a piece of this universe that we haven't ever seen. We never saw what happened yep. in the immediate aftermath of episode three. Right. And that's what they're giving us. I get what you're saying. They're like, Oh, it's called the bad batch it should just be right, them running around and like shooting this- people in the head. But like, they're the MacGuffin. They're just, we don't have any other characters. There's no characters left. They all died. Like, that's why the show is called Bad Batch. You're not going to run around and watch Obi Wan like piss in the sand for 20 years. <laughs> that would be like, fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I hope that's what that show is. It's just him wandering in different places on Tatooine, yeah, pissing on it. Then he the crate skeleton. But you're missing the point yeah. in the sense that <laughs> oh, uh, if this is a launch episode, they gave us one episode that uh, advanced the plot. And then there, they, then we had a whole bunch of like. A there is of no stuff. plot. There is no plot. It's like Clone Wars. It's just here. Here it is. Like the incident says, the galaxy evolves that mm. go down. It just happened to involve somebody, our main characters, or somebody really. I mean, it was still about Omega. Like you can say the Bad Batch wasn't in it yet, but like Alberto said, this is going to be a, at minimum a two-parter, and you know the Bad Batch is going to show up and some shit's going to go down. This was about. Omega for really the first time going off on her own into the open world. She's pretty much been with the batch since she left Camino. So this was like her first time kind of completely going disconnected from it to a certain extent and having her little meaningful, like she had with Sid last week with playing uh, Dejaric. You know, so it wait, was like. So this is the first time. So not Dejaric, not when she got kidnapped the first time, and definitely not when she got kidnapped the second time. How many episodes has it been? Because I feel like she's been not with the Bad Batch, maybe as many as that she has, or or at least a, a, a reasonable faction. She's not with the Bad Batch that much. This two minutes is not the fucking. Uh, it, it it is a good. I agree, and I said it earlier that it's a good nugget. It's a good like you know like. Uh, she's starting to realize like, you know, she's seen someone who's passionate about something that she kind of takes for granted because that's all this, you know, the first thing was Camino and now she knows the ship. So but thinking like, about Hera McNuggets. Give me a minute. But like, uh, I, I just think that there are so many episodes of this show that don't, that for you. don't move the don't move anything it, there's nothing to move like, not, I, think you're, I think you're looking for like this overarching plot which doesn't exist it's a season 8 of the Clone Wars is essentially what the Bad Batch is and it's following Clone Wars you know, I, I will agree that some of the writing could be tighter but and some of the stories could have been consolidated we said that early in the season so I agree with you on that fact but I feel like they're they're doing exactly what they did through Clone the Wars. only thing I care about post like if you would ask, if you gave me a fucking like I gave uh, you I'm gonna give you a fucking sir like you've you never seen me, if you gave me a checklist and said this is just me you know like I know that you know I'm not uh, I you know I I love hanging out with you guys but I I don't go to the Star Wars apologist meetings I 
Jesus Christ. It's away from complaining it's about Kathleen. You know what? It's like, do you like it or not? Like that's yeah, I know shit. It's yeah, not an apologist. Not an and we're saying it's okay for you to oh, fucking no. dislike yeah, it. Yeah. You're acting like we're telling you you're an asshole because you, you don't. You asked me what I cared about coming out of Clone Wars that didn't involve things that like, you know, spun into like a new hope, like little small, you know, th- threads that they did. It would have been what Boba Fett's doing. What the sure we're is there. doing, so we're so we're seeing that. And but you know something, bad I'm going I'm gonna argue this biggest point. I, I, right I, now. I, think I probably wouldn't have even said the bad batch because I think that I may not have just assumed uh, erroneously that they would have got turned to probably. So like, but if I knew the bad batch, I would be interested in like, oh wow, that'd be cool seeing some adventures of the bad batch. But well, you know the. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to argue this because right. this is this is this is this is the hill I will die on on this on this argument. I no, will say I will say that um, your comment about the something that was said in a passing thing doesn't need to be doesn't need to be shown. I'm going to argue right now that and I'm talking about all time. I'm not just talking about in the modern age. I'm talking as it stands now, a favorite Star Wars things of all time. Rogue One is one of those fucking things. And that is purely something that we already knew they had plans to the Death Star when fucking A New Hope starts. We know that. Do we have to have that story? Technically, no, we didn't have to have it, but I'm fucking glad we do. Yeah, but I didn't. you didn't know anything about any of those characters. But again, it was a passing story, much like I brought up Rob about the Clone Wars being uttered, you know, that spawned this whole thing that is now one of my favorite Star Wars things of all time, Rogue One. And it's such a small, little, minute part of the Star Wars overall story, but it's an integral part of the story. You know, now that we know how, A, there was a fault in the Death Star to allow it to be blown up like it was, and B, how those plans got into the hands of the Rebellion. It's something that technically we just already knew. We didn't need that story. Sure, we didn't need that story. But we didn't know who they were. We didn't know what they did. We didn't know how it happened. Right. But it's yes. not like... I, didn't, I don't know how Hera's mom like dies. I want to know like that. Characters... Uh, like show up later and we're getting a reiteration of their origin that was already explained. I don't mind, like take Clone Wars, for instance. Clone Wars was a thing, right? You didn't know like the little minutiae of it, but you know that that Ryloth got taken over by the Empire. And and, and so great, they did it. So we got to see exactly their prestidigitations. They're showing us the seeds of the rebellion with this story, which is key because... Which this makes the which, by the way, makes the rebellion look completely inept because they're already gearing up all these years before uh, they actually took. Did you year. did you miss the whole point of rebels? I know, right? Well, rebels did was you awesome. The entire show. Well, look how long <laughs> it took. It took till took till till Hera was an adult for the, the rebels to get their shit together. Yeah, that's the whole point. The that's entire show is based on the fact that there was all these rebel cells, all these people trying to fight back, and they didn't win until they all. Banded and together. They, exactly. That's why it was the Rebel Alliance. Yawn. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna take. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take this to a happy note because. Hello, okay. I understand. This is going to. Can I? Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that Rocky is gonna get his. Uh, 
his 46-year coin uh, as being a Star Wars apologist. Oh, wow. Yeah. Star Wars apologist anonymous. Wow. Yeah, there's worse things years? that I could be doing there. Yeah. There's, there's but worse things I could be there putting anus. I have never put pudding in my anus, I don't think. <laughs> but hey, to take this sickness on a high note. And naked. We have not even talked about this, and I want to bring this up because uh, I know all things make <laughs> all uh, things make Mars sad. So I'm going to bring this up. Is like something I didn't think I would see again in the context in which we saw it was we've been talking awesomely about you know when Rex showed up and Hera showed up and all those funny things. But dude, we haven't even spoke once. That we have to remember that I forgot from the past story the crash on Ryloth that brought Chopper to the Sindula family. Yeah. So fuck, we haven't even spoke once about the fact that we got fucking Chopper in this bitch, dude. Yeah, and so that means that Chopper was with them already at this point in time. Um, well, they, they said that in the past episode when they discovered, you know, Chopper was in that Y-Wing that crashed into their family home and shit. I, like I cried foul. Like, this episode is made less important by the fact that they got to show me that fucking crash. They showed it in Rebels, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they got to they gotta show me it, but they got to show me it for five minutes before. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, dude. I want to know what type of flower she was. Hey, Alberto, can you do me a favor? And can you just send us a group link to the fucking scrotum shaving device and we can just get one for Mars so he can fucking have a moment of pleasure in his day to stop him from being such an angry old get off my lawner? First of all, my private parts are smooth as a baby's bottom. Second of all, I, I don't think that I'm a bad person for holding something that is uh that i love into a high regard dude nobody is disputing you you can't, you can't dislike something you know like we're gonna eventually be pulled down by johnny into taking us into resistance territory and i'm gonna tell you right now we're gonna have many episodes of all of us sounding like mars it can't be any worse yeah it can't be any worse <laughs> wow. there, there are You're- like Three this is like the good- lowest of low for like broadcast television. This is like <laughs> the you know worst. what I think. I think <laughs> what I think what four. There is four good episodes so far in this season, and then other episodes that have like twenty five percent or fifteen percent interesting. You know, what? I think Mars said it best before we started it, or when we started tonight. He truly is, in fact, a Bantha's dick. <laughs> That's not what I said. But go, but go, you know, go you know on. It's really going to make Mars sad. Give, start giving the fucking weekly Emmys. What's really going to make him sad? What? What's that? What? That the Bad Batch is currently higher rated on IMDb than Rebels. <laughs> See? Well, yeah, there's a whole new people watching this shit, as I said earlier, since Mandalorian, who are not watching Clone Wars, who are not watching Rebels, but they're watching Bad Batch. So again, Universe building for newcomers and, to all the backstory. And this episode is one of the higher rated ones. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. Like fucking new kids on the block sold a lot of records. It didn't make them good. That is true. Like I will come to Mars defense there. Just because something is highly rated doesn't make no, it good. No, but that, okay, that's different though because this is the internet where people are nice about things. <laughs> yeah. True. But, right. Well, they don't have to 
pay anything to rate these episodes, though. That's the difference. Like people pay exactly. They can block. Yeah, exactly. They can downvote it for free. <laughs> Mars is fucking. That's like clicking we heard earlier. That motherfucker's going on every review of the fucking Bad Batch. It's just like no. Oh yeah, that's no. what he was doing. Down. 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 Downvote. Down. Downvote. Yep. Down Down you know what? I am gonna do. I, I am gonna <laughs> do that. Downvote. 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 You know that bad bad sucks some serious ass. I'm going to put a smackdown on these bitches on the internet. <laughs> Give them a stone cold. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just dead silence now. Like, what the fuck? I just want you guys to know that I am gonna mute this, and while you guys are talking, fucking gibberish, I am gonna watch the complete uh, the monkey's head on my phone. The monkey's give Mars. Want to watch the monkey's give head? No, Davy Jones. <laughs> Davy Jones. Mars wants to it's be the last train to Sucksville. That's true. He did. He did die from drinking whiteout. I've heard. Maybe that was a like a drinking whiteout. Who drank whiteout? What? Mars. <laughs> Davy Jones. <laughs> Davy Jones of the monkey. Davy Jones. Toby Jones. One of them Joneses. Davy Jones did. Frank White out from the monkeys. That Davy Jones. No, the fucking one with the locker in the water. The pirate. I'd rather listen to New Kids on the Block than Monkeys. Oh, dude. What about Huey Lewis? Dude, I'd rather listen to the Monkeys than Huey Lewis. Oh, my God. The Monkeys are just the poor man's Beatles, and the Beatles suck. Wow. Now I now, see it sounds like this where I now see the family resemblance because you just fucking totally went yeah, Mars. Yeah, but the, dif- the difference is if someone says they like the Beatles, I'm not going to go on a 45 minute rant saying they're wrong. I'm just going to be like, okay, cool. You're fucking, I'm not you, saying you're wrong for you liking Beatles it. Apologist. I'm saying that they're wrong for making it. That's How much difference. money is John Lennon giving you to say good things about his dad? <laughs> they're writing sad. <laughs> And there's no denying it. I don't think they could have done. A, if this is say, if this is three episodes, they could have fucking gone to the planet. Those guys could have got fucking thrown in the steel clink, and then we could have been halfway through the fucking rescue on Ryla instead of having fucking white fucking episode. Of they also fucking- they also could have cut out all of this, all every single episode of the season, and uh, replaced it with a twenty minute long. Uh, I don't know. YouTube video, like you could have. You're right. You could have fucking omitted "Yellow Submarine" from Sergeant Pepper's, and it would have been such a much better fucking album. What the fuck, Ringo? It's not. It's not on Sergeant Pepper. Mars, have, not the British or the American. Are you trying to say Mars. in all the comics you've read that you've never read a comic book that didn't do an origin story on like the villain and the the hero barely appeared in that issue? Uh, I don't know. Not that I, I mean, I'm sure not one I liked. I I have literally seen copies of uh, copies of fantastic four where like they're on two panels and the whole mother thing was about fucking Dr. Doom's plot. 
don't know about that. Or, but I mean, there's been it, a lot of Fantastic Four. I might I might be misremembering. Well, wasn't isn't the comic book that you're currently working on? Uh, your big passion project doesn't isn't there an issue that doesn't really feature the characters on the no. cover? Okay, I thought that there was I a mean, villain not, one. No. Okay. I'm, not, I'm yet, not yet. Anyway. <laughs> now he's gonna. <laughs> I I mean not, I'm I'm trying to think like I have twelve of these things written and the first six are about like one night with the characters like it happens over like eight hours and the other one is about the characters uh like three significant times in their uh, like in their life now before anybody says anything there's not a fucking episode four five and six about these characters this is the first you're hearing about these characters origins and you're not even hearing their origins you're hearing about when they died got brought back to life. You know what else I call bullshit on? There was an episode, there was a fucking two-part episode of the Clone Wars where Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka were on a planet with somebody else, and the clones only appeared once at the beginning of the first episode and once at the end of the episode when they got picked, the second episode when they got picked up. So to call it a Clone Wars episode was bullshit because clones were barely in that motherfucker. No, that's the, the, the war was with the clones. There's a, there's a Doctor Who episode that doesn't, that features Doctor Who for thirty seconds. In, in what? How? What year? Uh, I don't know. It says honorary mention to Doctor Who's Blink, where the Doctor appears in a recording early on and then again for thirty seconds at the end. But otherwise, there's, there's an episode. Of, there's an episode of Buffy that they're barely in. Yeah. Well, I don't. Uh, I don't watch Buffy. Oh, so now it doesn't count. <laughs> no, I mean it's, it's probably it's probably fine. You know that guy has made some other really great choices, obviously. So. You know, we'll hang our hat on the episode of Buffy. He didn't, you know, There's maybe a, Sarah Michelle. He probably wasn't in it because Christ. Sarah Michelle Geller, you know, he made her cry that day or something. So they had to not put her in it. There's an episode in the, in the middle of season two of Mr. Robot that entirely focuses on Darlene. Yeah, but the gaffer on is. Mr. Robot once uh, said something bad about someone on Twitter. So, <laughs> yeah. So, hey, that doesn't count either. That. Yeah. Fuck that shit didn't happen. I, 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 it's not Mars's personal canon. Nope. <laughs> Tom Baker was Doctor Who. Period. Nah, I love Tom Baker, but David Tennant rocked fucking serious ass in the modern age, sir. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I haven't seen it. I'll see it someday. There's a bunch of South Park episodes that don't feature any of the main characters in them, like the Terrence and Phillip episode. Yep. Well, that's a bad... That's not a very good show, though, but so... Uh, bunch of Simpsons, bunch of Simpsons episode that only has Maggie in it and doesn't have Bart. Those are bad shows. That doesn't that's not the but, same thing. But Maggie's last name is Simpson, so it's technically about a Simpson. Yeah, that's true. Well, Jessica Simpson's not in it one time. God. Who the fuck is that? See, <laughs> I'm just saying that. I, I mean, if this was a whole episode about Omega, I wouldn't have a problem. But it essentially kind of was. She was that tether of her and Hera having her moment. Or, or the episode with that. the two with the two bounty hunters fighting over Omega. The Bad Batch weren't in that very much. Right. But like that was part of this. That was part she of their that story. But there was pew pews in it and that made, that made Mars happy. Pew pew. 
<laughs> if it's about stories, if it's about story, Mars no like you just have lots of pew pew. Mars is happy. That's the noise I made when you were born, pew. But Mars I, is just I mad think, because Carl Weathers directed the action in this episode. Oh, man. <laughs> that episode is not. A, that is not good action in that episode. These are the things boring, that Mars don't like. Mars don't like. Mars I don't like plenty. Uh, I'll admit that. But there's, I think this, I think this series is just, uh, you know, trying to justify Disney Plus subscriptions. I think it has no nutritional value. Uh, so, so like all of it, or someone who thinks no, I think the pockets have nutritional value. Have, I don't know if I can take your pretty judgment. I mean, I don't care about the fucking what's his name from uh, uh, the um, from Rogue One. I don't care about his fucking show. I mean, I'll watch it because we're going to talk about it, but I don't. I don't care too much about Cass- it. Cassian. Oh my god, we're you know getting episodes of this episode. <laughs> you know what? I I know where he, I know why I know where he's going. But we watched Fader die too, and you were elated when he showed up on Rebels, the throwdown with Ahsoka. You know he wasn't going to die in that fight with Ahsoka. Did that fucking yeah, take the edge off of it for you? I I didn't know that he wasn't going to die, or I didn't know that, but I didn't know that Ahsoka wasn't going to die. I don't think I can't remember if we had done. Yeah, no, I did know Ahsoka was alive. Yeah, no, I was excited to see Vader. I mean, I'm reading those comics where these characters are happening now, but they're not, they're not like their other stories. Forget it. I, I'm not articulating myself. Well, like the Vader comic is all stuff that wasn't covered in the movies. Was this covered in a movie? No, but we knew that the empire overtook this planet. We knew it. We don't need to see. We it. didn't know that. We know the last thing we saw with Ryloth that was canon was the Republic saved them from the fucking separatists. That's the last thing we know. We didn't see how, when the flip of governments took over, how they were going to go from elated the Republic helped them to now who helped them is going to subjugate them. I think that's a pretty big fucking story. Well, there's all there was also the whole um, the whole Ryloth episodes on um, on Rebels where. Like yeah, we th- for me this is uh, what I'm hoping is this gives us more exposition as to why um, Hera has such a strained relationship with her father. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Plus, we're gonna see how the death of his wife sends fucking him into even a more fucking psychotic, fucking extremist standpoint that he already was after the Separatist invasion. I and am I- interested in all that stuff that you just said. But that's what we're learning. Oh my god! But we're not learning. We just had a whole oh episode. Oh my god! Where it was really just one happened. episode. <laughs> it's, it's like when you. Oh my god! Do we have to replay like the six hours of ranting you went about how you hated Omega? I don't remember that at all. Shocker! he's going to be like. Yeah, next week he's gonna be like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad we're getting all this Ryloth stuff." I'm so nobody like, said any, nobody says anything bad about Omega Fett in my in my house. Um, but no, one exactly. one thing, one thing I did. I'm just trying to ignore you. Um, <laughs> one thing I did find interesting was um, how Cham was like the voice of reason. Yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, that was cool, right? That was a neat angle for him to be that. Yeah, that's that's not what I was expecting, especially at the beginning of the episode when they're setting up like, oh, 
like something's gonna happen during that that rally and they really set up like that he's gonna like cause some like you know a ruckus and no he's the one that's just like no let's just deal with it well see and that's interesting to see where he's at at this point for me too is he's nestled into after they get ryloth back he's nestled into more a diplomatic role and actually trying to be a leader of these people yeah and I think that whatever's going to happen to fucking Masandula is going to fucking, you know, that's like, like Johnny just said, it's going to be the catalyst for the fucking strained relationship between her and her dad. And you're going to see what causes her dad to spin the fuck back out again. Like he was when they first encounter him in the clone wars. Yeah. I mean, I, und- I, I totally get where you're coming from. I appreciate your, your, your passionate feelings about this Mars. I, I do feel that this is uh, a stepping stone for a larger story and this, they needed to tell a certain amount in a certain amount of time. And to achieve that, the, the batch weren't a big part of it. I'm okay with that. And like, once again, if we were watching this, like we were watching rebels for episodes, you know, at, at a time, now, I, obviously, that's not how most people watch it. But, you know, we had the benefit of watching four in a row. So if there was an episode that wasn't that great, chances are the next one would be good. You know, and, and we also get a lot of droid-centric episodes, especially in Rebels. There was even a couple, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I know you're not you're not specifically talking about the lack of the batch. I know that is a part of it, but that's not the main point of what you I, I don't think it was a very good episode. Like, I, I don't, I don't, because I don't. I don't know. Like, I do think there are interesting elements that Alberto and Rocky just said, like uh, that are interesting, like character beats of how they got from point A to point B. B. And and this whole, like, uh, you know, I, I do think it's interesting, like that, uh, you know, the character that we've come to know and that we saw in Rebels is really taking up for what his wife his his you know widowed uh, his dead wife is uh, taking um but i do think as far as her and the father and daughter relationship the fact that she essentially i mean i think that was covered like i i, I think that that while that is was an interesting little like like thing that we didn't expect because you know they set it up he could have been just a crazy bastard the whole entire time well like, here's here's another she was the one kind of almost running the planetary like rebellion you know like is, is super interesting you know because you sort of without her just kind of assumed that she was collateral damage like but she probably died doing something really important that's another character we've neglected in this episode too, is we didn't bring up um, her dad's uh, sort of second command military general guy who was sort of, you know, bringing her along on the weapons fucking deal yeah. and shit like that. Dobie. You know, yeah, exactly. It was kind of neat to see how she, you know, obviously the people around her dad are all the revolutionaries who fought back in the day against, you know, in the in the earlier fights in the Clone Wars and stuff like that. So yeah, these more these are the people that she grew up around, right? So it's kind of like it's also adding that little fabric into who Hera is. She's from a political family who were, you know, revolutionaries on their planet. And everyone that's around, it'd be the equivalent of like uh, growing up, 
you know, growing up as a child in Che Guevara's camp or fucking, you know, something like that. You know, you grew up around all these adults that you grew up around or all these idealistic fucking militant folks. So, you know, her want to be like her father is, you know, gravitating her to his buddies who, you know, when the shit's against the fan, their first inkling is to go back into revolutionary mode and be like, no, we're not going to fucking lose control of our fucking planet again. So we're going to start doing this shit now. So when the shit hits the fan, we're prepared. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that this is, this story is essential to the overall tapestry that is star Wars. And, you know, I think that's what matters. Even though it is the Bad Batch on on the names on the door, it also is Star Wars. It says Star Wars the Bad Batch. That's the name of the show. So, you know, I think that this is a, a part of that tapestry, and we're get you know we're we're getting an idea of where things are going to head. You know, for Rebels, obviously, there's a ton of story to tell between now and then. This is not the main story. This is a this is sort of a diversion, and I feel like. The batch are, as someone had said earlier, MacGuffins. There are, you know, basically the way we're journeying through this era of the Star Wars universe. There are tour guides, so to speak. And I thought that there was some really great stuff in this that expanded on some of the stuff on uh, um, Raxus, where we got to see uh, Cham get up in front of the Ryloth people and actually sort of do the opposite of what uh, Avi Singh did. You know, he spoke to them because he cares about his people and he is, you know, he he does what's right, but he also has different methods. Avi Singh obviously didn't really have probably the ability to build a military to fight the empire, but Cham does and he feels that if he plays along, I mean, and this is this is up for debate. We don't even know if Cham was doing this because he thought it was what's best for his people or if he had ulterior motives. Like, that's not clear. Um, you know, obviously, Gobi does have ulterior motives and he wants to fight back against the Empire. That's his goal. Well, also remember having a family has to factor in, right? Like, uh, you didn't see very much about Abad Singh's family. Right. You know, like, it was just like him. So he, his priority you know, was his people. So, you know, like, um, uh, over on Ryloff that he's keeping his, you know, he has to think of his daughter and he has to think of, uh, yeah, he's had a priority shift. Yeah. yeah. And plus on top of that, like, unlike, you know, here where the, the separatist turned empire have just kind of moved in and started taking over. Um, these clones have been here all along. So, and these clones like, you know, help them turn the tide of the last battle. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of different, like, uh, you know, trust issues. I, I try, I guess reverse of trust issues here. Like he doesn't have, this is that thing I've kind of been talking about where they haven't touched. Like he, in his worldview, he's still playing for the same team. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's the thing. and I, like I said, like I, you know, there's going to be another part to this. So the Bad Batch is going to show up, and once again, I think going to give us that relationship between the clones and Ryloth. Like, you know, most of the clones who didn't flip the Order sixty six, you know, they're not with the Imperial fucking 
issue either. And like you said, I think there's a there's a mutual trust between Syndulla and the clone troopers for what they achieved in the past. And I think that's going to come into play hardcore when the bat shows up in the next episode when the shit hits the fan. Because I foresee this leading to... See, you guys are all saying, you know, this is... You know, just going to be a two-parter. I don't think it is. I think there's going to be a second Battle of Ryloth when the Empire takes over that's going to be now historical canon, and that's what we're going to see. Something huge is going to go down on Ryloth that's going to do two things. It's going to catalyze the story that we've already decided is going to happen where the Bad Batch is going to have to go further underground into the underworld to survive. Firstly, secondly, the fate of whatever is going to go down with uh, Omega and, you know, it's setting it up on one of the more contentious planets that much like Saw Guerrera, another incident on Ryloth would catalyze the birth of, you know, the rebel cells. You're going to have a rebel cell growing large off of Ryloth, no matter how this battle turns out, that's inevitable with the Empire on fucking Ryloth. So... I think this is setting us up to possibly take us to the end of the season with whatever happens at this next Battle of Ryloth is going to be a pivotal historical point in Star Wars mythology that sort of is, this is this is much like Jeddah, the destruction of Jeddah in Rogue One sort of fucking galvanized the few groups of rebel cells that were already starting to form the Alliance. It galvanized them to the point where like, we have to do something. If they have a weapon that can do this, all bets are off. We need to fucking either align or die. And I think that this battle of Ryloth that's going to end this season is going to be that same sort of epic moment where it's like this gave birth to fucking a whole section of Star Wars that we already know that we didn't know how the pieces fell into place. And that's what has me excited from watching this episode, knowing that I think that's how the next couple are going to play out. Yeah, and, and it could be. I mean, it's... You know, I, I just think that this is an important um, kind of step along the way. And, you know, I, I think you're right, Rock. I think we will get some big things happening here that will kind of, you know, set the, set the tone for what for moving forward about what the Batch will be doing. Uh, do they become freedom fighters? Do they go underground? Like, you know, we're still a little uncertain and they're still a little uncertain about their place in the world. And the other thing, too, I like about this is that Nobody knows what the Empire is truly up to yet. You know, they think, or or, or a lot of people think they have their best uh, interest in mind. That now they think it's technically the still re- the Republic. Yeah, and they, so yeah. so they think that this is a good thing. Some people would, you know, other people see it for what it is, and you know, occupying planets. They're like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? This isn't what we signed up for. But even like uh, when uh, Rampart talks about. You know, I thought, um, I think it was uh, Hera's mom asked about the uh, the facility, the mining facility. Uh, by the way, it was Dunium, which uh, is ma- used to make um, starships, which uh, I thought was kind of a cool... Damn, Mars little... is making starships with all that Dunium he's dropping. <laughs> um, you know, but she asked about, you know, I thought this was a mining uh, facility. Why such defenses? And then Rampart makes the comment about you know, how um, the Republic was was weak and we're protecting our planets, basically, is kind of what he said, you know. 
So, yeah. you know, I think so we, you can get a lot of people on board with that for us from a security factor. They're like, okay, the Republic run the war. Now they're an empire and they're going to secure our planet. So this shit doesn't happen again. There's people who are going to buy into that safety thought. Right. And I think to a degree, I think Cham was almost kind of because he finally came around on the clones um, you know, in the Clone Wars, he finally came around on them, and now the clones are still here. So, as far as he's concerned, he actually may be on board with this. You know, he has a clone advisor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, I think, like I said, like you said previous, that that fracture coming between Hera and her dad, I think it's going to be huge because that's a pivotal moment in everything that goes down afterwards. Uh, Wolfie? Yes. Could you tell Rocky that uh, I bought him a present and now I'm not going to give it to him? Um, I think you just did. I want to see what's seeing your package. Huh. Or I am going to send it. I'm going to put my hairless balls all over. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so do you have one of the special machines or do you do it freehand? No, I'm a fucking pro. I've been doing it for oh, years. fucking pro. <laughs> It's like a bonsai tree down there. Shaver. Do you compete I'm like, in uh, in ball shaving uh, matches or something? You compete no. ball shaving. <laughs> Competitive ball shaving. <laughs> that needs to be in the Olympics, dude. I got I got you financially back, Mars, if you want to fucking get in. <laughs> yeah, what, I what, have to, what do you use for what's your what's your tool of choice, Mars? <laughs> I have a I have a trimmer, I like. I got Is two it a of them. I got, no, I got. No, I'm interested. I got He's got black the, and decker head trimmers. I got two of the same thing. I got one for the uh, up top and one for the bottom. One for one the up top. The left one. Yeah. What? One to shave. One to shave my head. I uh, went up top on you know. to like sculpt my beard uh, a certain way. Do you and accidentally then, use like, one uh, for the other by accident ever? No, they're the same thing, but they're different colors. <laughs> one smells different from the other. That's how he tells. Red, red, red means red means head. Oh, shit. Black you know means, what? Black means back. I was really hoping you were going to say you had one for the right ball and one for the left ball, and you dual wield because fuck, dual that would be awesome. Dual wielding competitive ball shaving. It's not good. Sometimes it's it's not you know the undercarriage isn't easy, but. Oh, it ain't that right. Right. But I couldn't be in the Olympics because that means I would have to grow them, and that's just not happening. I don't like to have any <laughs> hair. I don't like to have chest hair. What, I, what about back hair? <laughs> I, 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 I take care of my back hair, which has been really fucking a trial and tribulation since I've been single. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I can think of Mars flying in the door like Kramer in that episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. He's like, oh, you want to keep shaving, do you? Well, look at this. <laughs> Uh, Alberto, that's, that's, your, that's your dad. <laughs> <laughs> At least he knows I was fucking clean as a baby's bottom when he got made. Oh god, that motherfucker's rubbing nair on his shaft. That's that noise. Do you want to know another thing I liked no. about this episode? Oh yeah, I liked about this episode. Okay, I'll I'll pander uh, to this uh, pander. oppressive so government. Um. <laughs> I did enjoy the um, the way the like assassination plot like played out. Oh, I I I was surprised 
at what happened because this was a time where they used our prior knowledge uh, to set us up for something different because obviously we all thought that uh, he was going to shoot her mom. Yeah, I, and I didn't... Uh, who was going to shoot Rampart? No, no, no. He's talking about Crosshair. That's oh, Crosshair. Crosshair, yeah. That scene yeah, yeah. when, Ta, uh, when um, Senator Ta uh, gets shot in the head. Yeah, he shoots Chubby Checker there. Chubby Checker. <laughs> Can I say that watching that fuck die made me happy because I fucking me hated too. that piece of shit in the Clone Wars. Yeah, me point, too. Whenever I watch fucking any of the prequel movies and I see him in a fucking side scene, I'm just like, I fucking hate you. Yeah, he's kind of the worst. Uh, yeah. I guess I didn't really think of uh, Hera's mom um, getting getting killed in that scene, but you're right. I, I guess that makes sense that that, that if that would have happened. Um, you know, but we did get, uh, actually, we got a decent amount of crosshair in this. We haven't even talked about that. So while yeah, we didn't true. see much of the batch, there was a decent amount of crosshair in this one. And I guess he is part of the batch, so I take back everything I said. <laughs> All right. Glad we could... Uh, <laughs> Glad we and so is Omega. So yeah, glad I'm, we can erase the I'm, the first hour of this I'm, episode. I'm I'm satiated. All right, go Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Not, I might I'm watch Phantom Menace when we get off. Yeah, there you go. Hey Mars. Hey Mars. I will never yeah. stop being a Mars apologist, though. So you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just I was, do it. I was listening to Brian Pollan today talking about the the prequels. Were like their cool uncle trying to face fuck him. Whoa, what? Uh, Brian Paulson. Sorry, not Brian Paulson. Go a filmmaker. Was like a wow. Look, Brian Pussain. That's how you say his name. Yes, oh, Brian Pussain. Right. Yeah. Okay, I was wondering. Yeah, I was listening to his, a comedy today where he was talking about the prequels were like your cool uncle trying to face fuck you at Christmas Eve. Um, I am so uncomfortable on this show right now. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, what else was there? I mean, a lot happened, and we didn't really um <laughs> get to much. So the by the way, the the clone captain, his name's Hauser. Yeah. I like I, I like their fucking color scheme, the little sort of teal fucking thing. But yeah, I'm not familiar with that uh, squad at all. So he's definitely got to be a new character. Um, we also got to see the um, some of the I guess some of the vehicles in this. Uh, they use that transport. Um, the what was it? The juggernaut, I think is that is that the name of the transport they use in this? That's a, that's a Birdo question. I don't recall it at the moment. I think that was it. You know, Birdo's it, checked out. <laughs> yeah, he checked out an hour ago. <laughs> After he laid into Mars hardcore. <laughs> he tuckered in. Poor little fella tuckered himself out. Uh, let me see. I think, uh, yeah, I think it is the juggernaut. Um, I thought I raised him better than that, honestly. Also, Gobi's ship is a Rainhawk class transport, sometimes associated with Pantoran, uh, with the Pantoran species, um, and it also is alternatively known as a Pantoran cruiser. 
And apparently it's a relatively old model, out of date by the time Gobi's ship appears on screen. So it's kind of a, my guess is the, at this point, the Empire hasn't uh, registered it yet or anything like that. So. I honestly did not recall much of the ships that were in the episode. Uh, Again, I watched it on Friday, so I'm a bit removed. I usually do a rewatch, but I didn't have time to tonight because I needed to sleep. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go back and watch it now because you know me and the tech. I fucking do have the the softest spot I have for Star Wars outside of Mandalorian lore is vehicles. Yeah. And there was also... um trying to think of some of the other stuff that um we got in this one but uh, one thing i will say is uh vice admiral rampart is kind of becoming a bit of a dick like i mean obviously he's he's you know empire but like the way he kind of manipulated that whole situation with with the syndulas and uh senator ta like was you know he was just like f- pretending to be helpless but he knew exactly what he was doing i thought that his role in that oh, was, yeah. was pretty good that's the one thing that i will say that they always do well your villain whoever it is lower echelon upper echelon always has a neat handle on whatever their specific expertise is and that's kind of what i gather from that character is he's a good fucking uh uh, propagandist if you will and a good manipulator of a political situation amidst you know all these takeovers so i think that this is an interesting character to see develop since his job is very clearly going in and manipulating governments either way into subjugation yeah i, w- I agree with that um the oh and one of the other cool things i thought was hera talking to cham and you know when she gets caught at the refinery and he's kind of questioning her and you know and and so talking about like you know her heads in the clouds and and all this stuff and i thought it was some good foreshadowing and even the scene with uh, omega when you know we played a clip of it at the beginning of the episode when she says uh, flying is is is, a, is about a feeling you know and yeah you know i love i actually love that little bit they did of Hera with you know the stars in her eyes about flight just yeah. really warm my heart it was like you know because she is that person and it's nice to see her as a kid her fascination and love for that aspect of life like the excitement in her voice in that opening clip you played where she's like you get to live on a starship you know yeah yeah there was some cool stuff um let's see i think that might be all of the sort of things i can recall uh easter eggy type type things but it was cool seeing ryloth again uh ryloth is an interesting planet that you know obviously is very important to the star wars universe um you know especially with twi'leks being such a you know like a predominant race uh throughout a lot of the star wars um media that we've seen so you know and, and it is something that is a planet that is important to the rebellion and and just just the galactic um war in general you know um i i hope we get to see some more of this like i would not be i would not be upset if we got to see some stuff on like kashik and maybe some stuff with the, with the wookies and the trandoshans you know 
um, because I know the Empire enslaved the Wookiees. And, you know, so there's a lot of cool stuff that I think that this episode shows that they could do um, with the Galactic Civil War, you know? I mean, technically... Or as it could, ramps up to a war, that is. Yeah, I mean, technically, you could do some indirect, you know, backstories on Chewbacca through that, because... Oh, don't, don't stage, mention that around they, Mars. <laughs> <laughs> that fucker's bitching at a fucking clothes mic right now. He's <laughs> not yeah. Is that your Wookiee noise, or are you choking on yogurt? <laughs> I only had like five spoonfuls of yogurt left. I know that you want to make me out to be a big yogurt glutton, and there have been times I've crossed you the posted line. yogurt. You posted yogurt on yourself this but week, but I didn't eat that whole thing. I just finished it right now. And it's the same one. Uh-huh. Well, then I will give you respect as well. And I and I I. I didn't finish my meatloaf dinner either. And I'm trying. So I'm trying well. to not be so fat because I can't make my head look any better. <laughs> the fuck! Oh, and Alberto's back too. Yeah, yeah, that back. So if, if I have a nice body, then chicks and dudes might like me. Now there's everyone needs dreams. I mean, it might not. I mean, like, I like those Han Solo books because those were, I don't know. I, it's hard to explain, I guess. I guess I'm not explaining uh, it. Actually, yeah, really. Kathleen Kennedy didn't have anything to do with them. I, I like Kathleen Kennedy fine. Well, she's next week some, or not. She's done some good stuff. Not um, next week or not, what inside yeah. scoop do you have, Berto? Oh, nothing. It's just like he changes his tune every week, so. Oh, yeah, okay. That's yeah, not true. I've never said a bad thing. I was, I've been brought over to the cult of Omega. I'm sorry. I'm sorry all the bad things I said about her. I was wrong. Oh, now, now you finally admit it. Right. I was fibbing. I feel bad. Fibonacci. I said bad things about, I, feel, I said Fibonacci. bad things about Omega. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about all the bad things I said about Michael Raven Shadow. Corny, I don't want you to go fuck yourself. This was a perfectly good episode. I'm just sorry, everybody. He wants you to go fuck yourself, but he wants you to do it on a fucking webcam so he can pay nine ninety five a minute and go under the no, cubbies. so you can see for free. <laughs> so you can see for free. So yeah, I I hated Omega, and now I like her because she's part of the first Star Wars family. <laughs> no, now I love her. You know, I think a good yeah, spot Jesus. that would be on Under the Cuffies with Mars would be also to have oh. guests on. So there's like somebody Under the Cuffies with him with their own flashlight. Under now the I'm liking this. Like, now I'm liking this. We should do it, dude. I'm telling you, you'd be amazed. We could have, we could have like yogurt tasting, <laughs> different yogurts. Different yogurts. When are we yubnobbing? <laughs> we got news yet, bitch. I thought that wasn't news. Just a little bit. We haven't even talked about the episode. <laughs> Don't ask me. I've been muted. I've watched <laughs> the, the monkey's head, so you can't blame me. <laughs> we we talked about a lot of this episode. Uh, I, I know. I, I, it feels like we we spent five minutes on it compared to other stuff. <laughs> well, you know, the cold open forces. I talked about it the whole time, so can't blame me. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Was there anything else? 
I usually watch the episode while we're actually doing it, but I didn't. I forgot to even start it tonight because we just started out like same difference. <laughs> I mean, I do get I do get a couple of Mars's points. I'm just not so vehemently angry because I am I have interest in a more a larger yeah. depth of the canonical fucking yeah. Star Wars. Dave Filoni comes in once a week, gives you a fucking sloppy rim job. So everything that Star Wars does is terrific. Why is it a rim job? Like blowjob, I would understand, but why a rim job? Maybe Rocky's because, into that. Well, the, I, I mean, I don't know. Blowjobs are easy to come by. <laughs> they are, <laughs> are they? <laughs> Fuck, what world do you live in? Can I come hang out in your neighborhood for a week? Shit. You don't here's, want to. <laughs> here's the secret. Don't get married. He is married. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I blew it. That's where the that's where the that's the station where the blowjob you didn't blew it. Yeah, I thought you were uh, I thought you were celibate, Mars. I am now. But <laughs> not, not my choice. Yeah. I, I was I wasn't I wasn't uh I wasn't, you know, last year. I don't want to know about your fucking escapades. Why why do I need why do I need a girlfriend or a wife when there's buttholes on the internet? A sex campaign. <laughs> well, now, um, <laughs> thanks to me, you know that not all the potholes you've seen are real. So for, for that, I should get a fucking Emmy myself. Wow. Oh, my God. Wait, okay. bring, back, bring back Stone Cold with a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stone Cold Stand by all the buttholes. <laughs> if we... If we end right now, we'll have ended a half hour earlier than we've been. If not an hour earlier in some cases. So we not the show? stop the leave. We can't stop delaying it. Why don't we just end the show for good? Like how about that? <laughs> that sounds like a hell of a good idea. I, I mean we could we could stop until uh the Boba Fett show. You'd like that. I would. Well I, I don't know, I'd miss you guys. <laughs> you'd, miss, you you'd miss Omega. I would, and I—I I, I mean, the only interaction I have with my kid, other than this, is staring at him longingly from across the mall. Wow. Getting a straining order. <laughs> a straining order. Yes. You just yeah. Just eat more fiber. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Holy fuck. All right. Well, uh, I guess I guess that's gonna do it. So uh, next week. <laughs> We'll be talking about episode <laughs> episode twelve, which is supposedly called "Rescue on Ryloth." There you go. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not another Clone Wars episode, is it? <laughs> this is Clone Wars season eight. Fuck. No, but last time he thought there was he had the episode title was just a uh, Clone Wars episode. Oh. Yeah. No, I think that I think it was legit. Yeah, I think we thought it was Clone Wars, but no, I think he, yeah, it, it was actually it. Yeah, yeah, the the last two have been right. So yeah, um, all right. <laughs> so yeah, we'll do uh, episode twelve next week, and uh, now I guess uh, we'll try to get into some news. Top story of the day for the Hollow Net News. All right, we talked a little bit last week about Star Wars Visions, and uh, there is apparently going to be a Visions novel. Um, the cover has been released. It's called Star Wars Ronin, and um, it I wonder is. Wonder what that's about. 
Yeah, it says, uh, expanding the anticipated Star Wars visions short, The Duel, author Emma Miko uh, Candon also shares their thoughts on approaching the story. So, um, let's see. Um, yeah, so it says from StarWars.com, this is just kind of a quote, a mysterious former Sith wanders the galaxy in this stunning Star Wars tale, an original novel inspired by the world of the duel from the Star Wars Visions animated anthology. The Jedi are the most loyal servants of the Empire. Two decades ago, Jedi clans clashed in service to feuding lords. Sickened by this endless cycle, a, sele- a sect of Jedi rebelled, seeking to control their own destiny and claim power in service of no man's master. They called themselves Sith. The Sith rebellion failed, succumbing to infighting and betrayal, and the, w- and the once rival lords unified to create an empire. But even an empire at peace is not free from violence. Far on the edge of the Outer Rim, one former Sith wanders, accompanied only by a faithful droid and the ghost of a less civilized age. He carries a lightsaber, proclaims lineage to no Jedi clan, and pledges allegiance to no lord. Little is known about him, including his name, for he never speaks of his past nor his regrets. His history is as guarded as the red blade of destruction he carries sheathed at his side. As the galaxy's perpetual cycle of violence continues to interrupt his self-imposed exile, he is forced to duel an an enigmatic bandit claiming the title of Sith. It becomes clear that no amount of wandering will ever let him outpace the specters of his former life. There you go. That seems rather (laughs) in-depth. It does. So, um... As it's all fat writing, Johnny. It's fat writing <laughs> and that fucking... I don't need to know any backstory about the Sith. <laughs> They're bad dudes. That's it. That's all you care about. I'm disappointed. I thought it was going to be like about the Black Series um, samurai uh, characters I have. I thought it was going to be like the Shakespeare versions of the uh, Star Wars books I just bought. Shakespeare? Yeah, this guy did these uh, novels of the Star Wars films, but he wrote them like they were Shakespeare. Wow. That sounds crazy. Um, Next bit of news, though, Mars. I think you're going to be excited by this. Doubtful. Hasbro reveals Star Wars Black Series Dave Filoni Trapper Wolf action figure. I saw that this week, too, yes. You excited? Does Does he come with a walker? Nope, comes with a gun. Comes with an ad walker. And a, and a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is a really cool likeness, too, actually. I saw it. Uh, I got. It. I follow a couple of um, Black Series collector groups and stuff like that. And when that dropped last week, I, I fucking took a good look at it. And I was like, you know what? I might actually get that one. I mean, I'll probably buy it. It'll be worth a lot when he kicks the bucket. Jesus. Uh, there's another one, a kind of a Black Series Cantina set with Obi Wan Kenobi, Ponda Baba, and Doctor Evazan, and uh, it's got like a little piece of the Cantina sort of uh, set. I think that that's a three and a third Black Series thing, though. I get the joke because he cut off Ponda Baba's arm. No, it's not a joke. Like <laughs> they're they're a, a six inch. Star Wars Black Series, but they also have a line of uh, the three and a third ones, which are the 
pretty much the size of the original ones, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they doing two series? They're doing the smaller series? Or yeah. only a three, three and a third? No, I don't, I don't, so that... It says they're six-inch the, scale. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I just went to the Hasbro site, so... I just scanned, I just saw that, like, briefly and just assumed, because... I got really excited because I they had put out the Jabba's Bodge, and before that yeah. they had put out a uh, Walker that was supposedly for Black Series, but those were scale to the three and a third. Gotcha. Well, one thing you guys probably know this, but in the Cantina in uh, Mos Eisley Cantina, the behind the bar there's like those drink sort of like fountains or whatever. I don't know what to call them. Uh, yeah. Those are the IG. Yeah, those are the IG-88 heads. Yeah. Pretty oh, cool. really? Yeah. So if you look at them, it's, the same, it's like they repurposed that for IG-88. Nice. So, yeah, that, say, that set looks pretty cool. There's also I haven't Emperor's seen many of the, room as well. See, I haven't seen many of the Black Series sets other than the Jabba um, throne and uh, the sail barge that was fucking immensely expensive but fuck you know it, um, my I, pre-orders still haven't showed up yet like they haven't even put them out yet those comic book ones that were supposed to be out originally in june and now they say in july did you and we're halfway through, through july huh did you get through pulse no i got them through big bad toys gotcha i've got some pulse stuff that is like taking forever to release and it, it i like i still have confirmation that everything's still there pending but fucking it's been eight million years i mean hasbro's all fucked up anyway because they had to put out some marvel things that have been just fucking sitting around for a while because of the movies weren't coming out like wandavision ones and uh not wandavision but uh black widow the black widow and the um in the shang chi ones um but they also out of the blue put out the villains line which wasn't supposed to come out till august just fucking dropped i canceled my pre-order and just bought from the store so has like it's uh, it's got to be hasbro because uh, it's all different places that they're not coming from Um, are you still reading War of the Bounty Hunters, Mars? I haven't even, I haven't started it yet. Oh, okay. I need a, I, I just put what I had in order because I get my books, like I got my, I get my June books all at the same time, the second week of July. Um, and whatever came out so far in that month. So like I have like two issues of, uh, I, I have, I have all of it, but for some reason, uh, I didn't get a Dr. Apra yet. And it still says it hasn't shipped, but it should have shipped. So I'm, I'm either going to have to buy that because I was excited to sit down and read it today, but I realized I didn't have the third part. So, you know, before I forget, before I forget too, I wanted to bring this up. So I was reached out to by, uh, and we got a voicemail, but I got it, I got reached out to by a listener today asking about uh, good audio books to start with. And I had some legends recommendations, but I told him Alberto's read more of the newer stuff. So Alberto, which would you say if there was just a couple of the groupings of the new books that are out, would you recommend? I would do the, um, uh, what do you call it? The design ones, 
No, I was going to say the High Republic. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? The High Republic ones? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, well, there you go, Colin. Te- technically, I, I mean, there's only two right now, but they're really good. There's a couple, um, couple young adult ones, which I was like, I'll skip, and now I'm kind of regretting, but. I have, um, I haven't started them yet, so I can't vouch for the quality of, I, I mean, the stories I can, but, um, I have the, the Zon stuff and I have, um, cause I, I lost my physical copy before I can finish it. I, they, for free, I managed to pick up, um, that zombie book they did a few years back. Oh yeah. That's the. That's I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. So, um, but those are the. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I haven't. Uh, I haven't read them yet because they started putting out uh, like Dresden books and uh, Joe Ledger books again. Somebody must have needed a refrigerator or something. So, I'm behind again. Gotcha. Well, yeah, I know you guys between the comic side with Mars and Alberto having read or audiobooked most of the newer stuff that's come out. The only thing I had to recommend from the new stuff, as I just said, as a fan of the original Tron trilogy and how Thrawn was depicted in Rebels, that everything I've heard about and the little bit I've heard of the new Thrawn books was that they were fucking stellar as well. So Yeah, I only read, um, I, I right now, monthly, I only read the Bounty Hunter book because like you... I'm really interested in the underworld. I'm only getting all this other stuff because um, uh, they're doing a crossover right now, uh, uh, like like uh, something in between. Like uh, it, it's a story that they kind of already told, but um, I guess they're stretching it out or, or whatever. But um, I have the feeling I'm not going to like it, to be honest. But it's you know about uh, Han Solo getting. Uh, kidnap before he gets to Jabba's palace, I guess. Um, but uh, I don't, I don't normally read the comics. But when I was reading them, they were all good. Even uh, you know, I was at that time, and I'm doing it again. I was just reading too many comics, and it was easy to to as much as I love Star Wars, it was all one thing so it was easy to stop it you know what i mean like it was a nice surgical cut in my budget right but I, um I, didn't and i sorry just while i'm thinking uh, about it because you brought it up in that bridging um solo being delivered to java um didn't they just announce that they were reissuing a couple of the legends things again and wasn't shadows one of those uh, i believe so i i do i remember reading about that but i i I'm pretty sure Shadows was, but I'm not. I think we I talked it about it on. Yeah. Yeah. Because I basically. Because you had said what the story is about, and I said that right. sounds like what this comic is about. Okay. Yeah. Then we have talked about this before. So I got the feeling that whatever Underworld Toil, the Bad Batch, or Book of Boba Fett's going to bring us, they're going to try to, much like Thrawn, bring us back some of those characters that are beloved from those things, which is why they're doing the reissue. So um, that's my hope as well, is that all this Underworld stuff that Mars is reading and uh, and stuff like that, and where the direction's going with both Bad Batch and Book of Boba Fett, that I'm hoping we're going to get some of those returns 
And uh, that's why they're boosting knowledge of Shadow. That's why when I was asked, I told him, I was like, well, from a legend standpoint, if I really only had two to recommend, I would say get the entire Thrawn trilogy and get Shadows of the Empire. Because if there were two Legends mm-hmm. book series that I would recommend to anybody, those would be them. And Thrawn's back, so my hope is that Black Sun and the Zizor fucking side of things becomes a fucking thing. Because once again, we don't, they haven't taken us really to Coruscant to see where Coruscant has, fall, has fallen under the Imperial control either. So I, 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 um, I hope that they start putting out some of those books. Like, uh, there's a trend in, in like, with like a lot of like horror books and fantasy books that they, uh, we'll like re put them out in nice hardcover editions and stuff or, or collect them yeah, in a bigger hardcover be cool. thing because I, uh, I regret it. I only took one. I took my favorite, uh, or I, I took my favorite cover and it was the only one I hadn't read yet that we had. But when my mom died, I didn't have the heart to take any of those star Wars books, not, not thinking that they, that closet full of books wouldn't be there forever. So now I don't have any of those books anymore. And I, I would, as opposed to like uh, tracking down paperback versions, I would love to get some nice hardcovers And those first Zahn hardcovers are sort of spency. Yeah. That entire Thrawn, first Thrawn trilogy. I've still got my paperbacks of the shadows and my, uh, I've got heir to the empire and dark force rising. Or was that the name of it? What was the name of the last book in the Thrawn trilogy? Dark Empire, Dark Force Rising, something like that. Can't remember. Oh man, um, yeah, forget. I'll look it up. Anyway, yeah, the uh, I'm with you. I'd love to have hardcore uh, hardcover reissues uh, of the, the Last Command. The Last Command. There you go. Um, yeah, the hardcover editions of those would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. It would. I mean, I, well, I feel like they'd doing. sell. Too. Yeah. So, I mean, I most I get a lot of audiobooks now, but I still buy um, physical copies of like you know Clive Barker stuff, or not that he's written anything in a dog's age, but um, I pre-ordered the, both the audiobook of this Joe Ledger series, which I can't recommend enough. It's like uh, m- military men's adventure, but it's uh, it's not so. Is Joe Ledger um, in every book, Mars? Yep. Oh, okay. Just make sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> and he's in some other books that aren't his too. But those, <laughs> but those other characters are in it. The ones whose name are on the cover of the book. Um, but like, yeah, it's cool. What's cool about it is it has that '80s action stuff that a lot of this modern men's adventure stuff that I like. But those books tend to be a little too far on the right sometimes. <laughs> um, so it's cool to have a good liberal uh, murderer. <laughs> okay. Fighting monsters. All yeah. Right. I... Oh, good. Rock. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, what's what's else? Oh, I, I, the thing I was going to mention about War of the Bounty Hunters is, um, I'm, I hopefully this isn't a spoiler. Uh, it's just a character, I guess. Uh, it says Dengar gets some much needed depth in Bounty Hunters fourteen. Nice. nice. He already so. like he's been working for the what are the um like Klaatu and uh, 
those guys? What race Nick, are they? Nick two. Yeah, Nick two. Sorry. I I can understand how you get it <laughs> mixed up. <laughs> right. Are they? Uh, those aren't Kuiwe. Are they? Uh, uh, yeah, he's been he's been working for them. Oh, uh, he's working for the Weekway, not the Nikto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Weekway. The Weekway are becoming a stronger species since the Clone Wars. I mean, with Hondo and his crew and stuff like that, the Weekway are Hondo showing up everywhere, which makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They were. They actually. They talked about. Uh, they were talking about Hondo a lot in one of those episodes right before. Uh, I, I can't. I can never remember his name, but the cyborg who's the main character killed them all. Interesting. So Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Nah, he's got. He's got like a red eye. Uh, speaking of Luke Skywalker, that's the other news too. Um, the uh, what's the behind the scenes show? Yeah. Uh, what's yeah, that called? Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian. Uh, they're going to be doing a making of the season two finale, and it'll be released on Disney Plus on August 25th. So we'll get about a month and 10 days from this point. But that's going to be fucking cool, right? Yeah. That was arguably one of the biggest moments in Star Wars since Vader's fucking end of Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean,. Uh, it's funny. I rewatched Rogue One. I think I think I talked about it on the show maybe a couple months ago, and it, you know it was awesome. But um, uh, this scene is far longer than the scene of Vader. You know, like this is you know the scene with Luke is a good yeah. You know, with the whole thing with with Grogu at the end, probably a good five minutes. You know. Yep. So, um, but yeah, it's it's that's cool. I'm glad that they're doing that because I was actually wondering. Because they released it right after um, season two wrapped up, and obviously I, I don't think they wanted to spoil anything, so you know they held this off yeah. a while. Um, but I'm glad to see that it's going to be coming out. That's an interesting logistic to have to think about in 2021. Yeah, it's hard That's to some... keep a secret these days, dude. Yeah, well, not just that; like, just a matter of uh, you know, there are people weirdos that will watch everything about the movie before they or show before they watch the show you know so yeah. if they got to the end of the making of and the end was spoiled like yeah it would suck. <laughs> a little bit so i think geez are they, this is doing some <laughs> fucking hurricane yeah, <laughs> heavy breathing <laughs> sorry like hurricane <laughs> oh, uh, that's all I got for news. Um, anyone else see anything else this week? Rock you like a hurricane. Here, Mars is breathing like a hurricane. I need I need Alberto's help anyway because I have a sliver somehow. <laughs> Was uh, it in your uh, ass? Is he gonna like pull yeah, out with his and teeth? I'm, I'm all out of grenadine. Fuck's a sliver. Me a splinter, or a sliver. 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 Bigger than a splinter. Are you too young to know what a sliver is? Yeah, we just call them splinters. (laughs) That's a rat. Splinter is a rat. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I have one of those, and I can't get it out. Fucking cut it out of you, you baby! And I don't have any grenadine. (laughs) Who cares about grenadine? Why are you bitching about grenadine? I what the hell does that have to do with your sliver? You don't need grenadine. I do. No, you don't. How can I have a Roy Rogers then? 
You don't. Yeah. Jesus Why? Christ. How old are you? <laughs> Roy Rogers at AOL.com. Pretty old. He knows who Roy Rogers is. Jump, Johnny. I gotta go to the hospital, I think. <laughs> hospital. <laughs> I gotta get a sliver. I gotta get put that fucking I gotta put in that tank. I gotta get a robot whole robot hand, I think. You got a sliver in your taint? Uh, no. he taint misbehaving, I'll tell you that much. Oh man, this sucks. <laughs> hey, here's a here's a here's an interesting question for you guys, actually. Um so do you think that uh, Rylothian semen is the oh, color of oh, Jesus Christ? Get to the get to the voicemail. Yeah, I would have done Yubnub if we had played the voice message. You should have oh, waited. Shit. I should have. Uh, yeah, we do have one voice message. This is from Dynamo's other son, Papst. What's going on, guys? It's Paps. Just checking in. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, been a while since I called in. Been meaning to for the past couple weeks. Um, I will say that um, I definitely agreed with Mars, you know, to an extent. Um, fuck. About those, a lot of those early episodes where show started very strong. First episode is amazing. And then went into a little bit of a, not a lull, but... I was honestly really starting to find myself getting very bored with the show. Um, not like super, super like, oh, fuck this, I'm not going to watch it anymore. But like, like I think Alberto had said, like, we'd watch it as soon as he could, you know, when Mandalorian dropped. But with this, it was kind of like, a, oh, yeah, like, there's a new Bad Batch. I guess I'll watch that. But um, ever since the past few episodes, I will say... They have definitely ratcheted up the tension. It feels like they're actually building in the story and the world, kind of showing you what's going on with the Empire taking over, which I have definitely enjoyed. Um, I will say this past episode um, on Ryloth with, you know, Hera and Chopper, um, Hera's dad, whose name is escaping me right now. Um, I really loved it. I also loved that, you know, it was kind of like, yeah, the Bad Batch were in it, and I'm sure next episode they're going to be in much more, but I really liked seeing it, like, what was going on and having, you know, different characters be our um, our viewpoint for this world. Um, I honestly would kind of love to see them do more of that, because um, there were episodes of Clone Wars that were like that, you know? Um, uh, oh, I do think Clone Wars also kind of benefited from having a multitude of main characters that weren't attached at each other's hip at all times, so it kind of kept things a little bit more fresh than Bad Batch is able to do, but, like I said, I do hope we get a few more of these kind of episodes of... Um, Almost detours where um, the Bad Batch are, are like secondary characters, but but yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm definitely digging it. Uh, Mars, I still love you, you know. Just uh, be mindful of what you say on air, because uh, I would like to continue listening to this podcast, and I uh, would not like you guys to go to federal prison. All right, have a good one, guys. Look forward to listening, and peace. <laughs> To be fair, federal prison is a good place to get your tossed salad. Your tossed <laughs> salad. Yeah, in the cafeteria. Do but you, do you uh, know by it from experience? Um. Uh-huh. Stop fucking uh, kids. I, I wonder. I wonder what. 
I wonder what the other three are going to buy with uh, Pap's uh, part of their inheritance. See, let's be real. Your inheritance is negative. He, <laughs> they're going to yeah. You get your bills. Um, this is interesting though because this call starts out with a unity moment where you're like, "Oh shit, Pap's is going to be the good son," and yeah. then all of a sudden it's, it's like divergence, blasphemy. Yeah, he liked it, Mars. He well, wants more know. of them, Mars. He yeah, wants, wants more, more of that shit. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Except Omega, right? Just getting there. <laughs> but yeah, he. I mean, once again, he pretty much made the same point we made tonight, which is I'm glad you know you got the same vibe from it too. You know, his world expanding. It was seeing how, you know. We're going to see how the Sindula family falls. Yeah. Great. Sound like Boomhauer there. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going down on the damn man. Just get on goddamn. You're just going down to the damn. Click, 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 on Mars' iPad, man. You know what I'm saying? I hope that I get to see uh, how Chewbacca got his groove back. Or I hope I, as a Star Wars fan, I feel entitled to that. And I hope I get to see. Uh, uh, how sand people take dumps. Like, uh, I, I need to see every little element of Star Wars. Yeah, uh, nub. Do, you think, do you think Wookiee penis <laughs> is like lipstick? Yeah, like nub. Dog? <laughs> what do you think, Mars? I didn't hear you. Do you think Wookiee penis is like a dog fucking lipstick rocket? Oh my god. That is gonna fucking Ooh. do it. That is That's it. interesting. That's not that interesting at all. That's Big not interesting. Like that. Is Bigfoot like that? Yeah, I don't know. Sasquatch. We're out of here. I hope you didn't uh, enjoy this episode. Maybe the last. I hope you turned it off long ago. Yeah. <laughs> We're sorry. like a Wookiee with a urinary tract infection. I oh. hope you. Sh- I hope you shut it off right after my uh, educated uh, discussion. That's it, everyone. Say goodbye. Bye forever. That would mean Ewoks have them too. Yeah. I hope I do. Now we'll talk about shaving our balls for free. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>